Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Whether topics covered are real, transparent, and truthful. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. All right. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Christy. We want to welcome you back for our second episode of Real Talk. Pastor Brad and Christy. And it's Good Friday. It is Good Friday, and that is a good day. Uh, great things happen on Good Friday that has helped shape the future for many people, yeah. for everyone who's willing to accept that. Uh, man, as we jump into today, we're excited about all that is happening in our life this weekend. We're Easter's here, and uh, man, we're glad to be able to get together with some family, and uh, you'll be going to see your family some next week and uh, spend some time around the Easter holidays. Kids are always excited to go to grandmom's house. Yes. And uh, uh, man, we are enjoying what God is doing. Uh, It's that wonderful time of the year. We celebrate Easter and uh, man, we get to wear our seersucker suits now. All right. Yay. Yeah. So you can't wear them until Easter passes. Yeah. That's so. kind of like white shoes, though, in Louisiana. You just kind of wear or open-toed shoes, you know. I've, I've got mine just ready. Just keep wearing them as far as it's, girls it's are concerned. We just have to break some rules mm-hmm. because of the weather. Mine's just ready. I'm ready for Easter Sunday. I'm, I'm going to have it on. I'm, it's good. <laughs> Seersucker su- Sunday. <laughs> some people call it Easter Sunday or Seersucker Sunday. So. Seersucker Sunday. Okay. All right. So now look for me there Sunday morning. You can find me in the Seersucker jacket. Which color? You'll have to show up to see. Moving on past Brad's wardrobe. What's going on in our lives? Last week we told you about, and okay, sadly, our this has actually become a thing. Brad's now going, hey, let's go murder some trees. This has become a thing at our house now. Let's go. So we did not murder the trees. They are not dying. They are still alive. I want that to be known. Because now Brad has taken up this thing. Consider them murdered. Yeah. <laughs> They are not murdered. They are just cut way back. And he wants to do that to a lot of other trees at our house. He's like chainsaw happy right now. So it's that time of the year, man. We got to get rid of the overgrowth. True. It's we everywhere. Do. We are. And so today, man, we, we're, we're excited. A lot of good things happening in our life. And uh, man, we're happy about that. And uh, we have Easter a little bit different. Uh, one of the twins, like for the first time forever, will be celebrating Easter holidays separately, and so one one of twin the twins will be the other one will last week. Be. One's coming home this week, and so uh, that is true. Wow, moving into a whole new chapter and arena in our life. So, um, adult twins, adult twins, a whole new concept for us. Yep. I will say this as a parent. Shout out to parents out there. It is a cool thing when your children get older and you enter into a whole new chapter of life with them, the adult chapter. No one ever talks about how great that is. And uh, when your relationship moves to a different status and uh, um, man, it makes you cherish every moment that you have to be able to spend with them. And so as you're getting ready to go see your family this weekend, enjoy every moment. That's right. 
make it your best effort to see them. So, Christy. Brad. We're excited about everybody's traction on our giveaway. We are giving Today some cool we stuff are away. giving away a giveaway. Giving away a giveaway. <laughs> there you go. Interesting. Word. And uh, we'll be sharing a picture with it. You'll see it. You've probably already seen it online. And uh, today we'll be going through that process of uh, selecting the winner. We are giving a T-shirt. You've seen the T-shirt in the package, a Relentless T-shirt, which you may be wondering why Relentless, because we've been going through a whole sermon series. It's our word for the year at Family of Grace that we are going to be relentless. We're going to be uh, resolved in who we are and what God's calling us to do and be. And so we have some Relentless T-shirts. We're giving you one of those. Also, we have a really cool set of coffee cups, and uh, Christy and I are giving our favorite coffee away. And we our like favorite coffee. coffee. We like coffee, and we've tried a lot. And so we're giving our favorite. We have been called coffee snobs. Coffee snobs, yes. Um, Brad really is a coffee snob, but side note. Yeah, you know, but in my defense, you know, my brother-in-law, uh, uh, Don, I'm going to give him a shout out here, when he quit using sugar, he came to me and he said, now I know why you're a coffee snob. You like actually can taste the, the coffee because <laughs> it's not diluted with chemicals. Sugar is now a chemical. All that other stuff they put in there, like flavored such and such syrups. and There's nothing wrong with syrups. If you are listening, there is nothing wrong with syrups. I'm just, I just took the training wheels fruit off of my coffee. coffee is okay. I have no problem with fruit. She coffee. loves fruit fruit coffee, and I try to get it for her early and often. I do, that's right, because he loves me, even though he's calling it a chemical and putting chemicals anyway, in my coffee now. But we are, we, we have uh, really, we really like this blend of coffee, and uh, we'll it's our it favorite. Our and so pack. you will, you've seen that, and so uh, we're going to be giving away a drawing next week. And uh, it's going to have a pack of our favorite coffee in there as well. So, uh, man, we're excited. It's going to have some other things in it, but uh, you'll have to wait and see when it comes online. Make sure you go to our Instagram page and uh, follow us there. And that's how you can go through the process. It has all the rules, the way you go about getting in the drawing. And that is Real Talk, Pastor B and Christy. Don't. Oh, Christy Webb. I'm going to get it all right in a minute. It is Real Talk with Pastor B and Christy. Yeah. And also on Facebook, you can follow us there. And if you're looking for it on your podcast or platform, it is not Pastor B. That's only on Instagram because it wouldn't take all of our characters. Brad getting the details. One one note of housekeeping here. So like if we make a correction in what we're saying or we pause, it's because we could not do this without Aaron and Bree. And so they're always in the room with us. And so if we make a correction, it's like they are setting us straight. That's right. And so we're kind of letting you in. We're kind of letting you in the room here and what's happening. So with all that uh, being said, uh, man, we don't want to waste your time. If you're here and you're spending time with us, we want to make this relevant and we want you to leave here after spending time with us on this platform and these episodes and have something relevant to take away. So moving into today's topic. Indeed. What is today's topic? Before we move in. Today's topic. Did anyone guess, Bree? No one guessed today's topic. topic. But thank you so much 
because a lot of people gave us topics to talk about. That's right. Your guesses may become future episodes. They will become. We will talk about those that you have shared with us um, as long as they're relevant to where we are and the subjects that we're dealing with. And so um, so tell us about today's topic, Christy, on Good Friday. Today's topic. Today is a good day to what? Talk about cancel culture. Cancel culture. We don't want to cancel Good Friday. We do not want to cancel Good Friday. But it does come around to it. How do you get cancel culture to equate to Good Friday? Well, stick around and we'll show you. We are going to talk about that all the way through that. We'll tell you. We'll tell you because we can't show you because you're listening and not watching. <laughs> Although we've had a lot of conversations about that. We have. Um, so w- cancel culture, this is something that was on our list to talk about. We probably really wasn't ready to talk about it this early, this soon. Um it's been a conversation that's been in our our circle, our sphere of influence for quite a while, especially with people who are Gen Xers. Uh, if you did not know Christy and I, if you've not met us or you do not know our age, we fall in the Gen Xer category in generational labels, which means we are children of baby boomers. And, um, True. and awesome. so... Uh, there's not a lot of good things people say about Gen Xers. Uh, you got to look really hard <laughs> for it. Uh, but, man, we, we lived in a very unique time. And, uh, man, we got to embrace the first ever video games and, you know, movies being brought into our VCRs. homes. The VCR. I remember the day mom, dad bought a VCR. The first movie we ever watched, Man from Snowy River. <laughs> And the microwave. I and remember the they microwave. brought the microwave. So we had all these first that the uh, came into our That's home. True. And so uh, it's it's just been a topic because a lot of things that you and I have grown up with this year have been canceled out. Uh, okay, it's so funny. We're sitting in here with people who are not Gen Xers, and they're literally looking at us like, seriously, a microwave hasn't been in the world like, like forever? What language are you speaking? Like, really? You remember that? So... Um, <laughs> So it's funny that, yeah, we remember these things. I mean, I would like to say I was young at the time. It, Very it young. did happen young, like early in my life. But yeah, we remember that stuff. But Generation Xers, that's the, the group that we started talking about this cancel culture um, with our friends, our colleagues our, that are our age. A lot of things got canceled so quickly. Um in the last year, I would mm-hmm. say, a lot of things have been canceled. And there's been a couple of news articles and people that have been addressing Gen Xers directly saying, can you please help stop the cancel culture? And that was has become a joke now. It is very funny. If you want to look at some funny tweets, look those up. Yeah. Gen Xers' response to the call to cancel, cancel culture. They can't stop it. And they, um, but anyway, there's... That's how it all started was that with our with our friends. But then younger people started talking about the effects that cancel culture is having on like our daughters have talked about it mm-hmm. and kids and you know that we are associated younger people, with yes. younger people have started saying, well, it got canceled by culture. Mm-hmm. Like it just they just canceled it out. So it's not cool anymore to do so and so or whatever. And so it's actually becoming a more of a a buzz topic among other people are maybe and you probably noticed too a lot of news headlines now um are like cancel culture turns on itself right they're seeing the effects of cancel culture so now they're trying to like 
back step and, mm. and reverse it or whatever. And so cancel culture, you know, the idea of people too often piling on others who seem to have bad behavior is which is kind of the cancel culture that I grew up in, although that terminology was not there. I remember like the terminology cancel culture really just came out and became relevant. The first time it really became anything at all was in 2017. And it wasn't until the halfway through 2018, 2019 that it began to be a big deal. And now it just seems like a runaway train that you cannot seem to stop. And every day we wake up and say, who's going to be canceled next, you know? Um, and so the one that we laughed about the most was Mr. Potato Head, you know? So while we may have been the generation that started with the, Atari and the first ever Nintendo original uh, Super Mario brother. You know, uh, we are Bradley and them got a Switch for Christmas and they got this Mario game and they wanted me to play it. I'm like, I don't Mario know anything Kart. about this Mario Kart. And so we went to Wayback, which is a shout out <laughs> to a local business in Pineville. Uh, J- Jeremy Shepard has Wayback. It is a cool place. And, uh, and we, we supposedly went there for Bradley. This um, it's across Bradley, from P and G. Bree asked to tell a, where it is. Right, it's across from P and G. I don't know the actual in Pineville. He said in Pineville. Um, so the the guy that so anyway, my point is that we went there for Bradley, the young child in our home, and let me just say, Bradley had fun and he liked it. But can I say that the older gentleman in our home? Brad. I was like, Bradley, come here. Look, this is the original yeah. Mario right here. Bradley. Let's go save the princess. Bradley was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. And Brad's like, let's play this one. Let's play this one. Come play this one. Because he remembered playing Yeah, but him. now it's not just me because you were upset that you did not pay your fee when <laughs> you saw not. Frogger. I did. Frogger was the only one that You I, wanted to play after you saw Frogger. Rem- I was remorseful. Anyway, hey, shout out, though, to Jeremy, who is also pastor at Pineville Park Baptist Church. It, you know, people's always saying, why don't we have stuff in Sinlaw? Well, that's something cool. So if you don't know about it, look that up way back. It's in Pineville, right next in the same shopping center with uh, Quibido's new restaurant. And so, man, you can have a great meal and some way back gaming all at the same place. And you can get you a smoothie on the way out the... the um, shopping center yeah we did all of that so (laughs) we're off track here so we'll get back on track (laughs) but uh with that cancel culture what i was saying is is to override something bad and so while the buzzword has just been out matter of fact google analytics never really picked it up until 2018 is when it really began to trend as a word uh google analytics and so with that um it shows that that's kind of a new concept so but for me cancel culture has always been there you know, like when I grew up, uh, there was still like real, the original real, or real country music. It wasn't the bro country uh, music that we listened to. It was a pop music. I mean, the greatest music decade was in the 80s when I was growing up. And uh, man, there was this eclectic style of music. And man, don't forget about the Beastie Boys and Run DMC and all those guys with really bad lyrics to their rap music. <laughs> really and, bad Man, lyrics. my Back parents then, my yes. parents were trying to get me to cancel that out. And, and so cancel culture really became not the culture that we understand but like what i grew up with was my parents would say i don't want you to have any part of that it's bad but they never like really tried to make sure those people went out of business like to bring harm to them or want to see it completely taken away from everybody else it was like i have a choice that we're not going to participate in that right it was a personal inside your family thing but i think that leads back to 
just like we've talked about and last week we talked about social media has such a huge impact on this because you say one thing you like your parents said it inside your home and it affected your family. Now people say it on Instagram, social media, Facebook, whatever, Twitter, and all of these people read it, you know, Mm -hmm. not just the, you know, six, eight Mm -hmm. people in your family, whatever, but like everybody that follows them and then it gets tagged and then it gets copied and then it gets sent to other people. And then it gets, you know, this person comments on that person's comment on that person's. And now a hundred people outside of your six people family have now heard it. Mm-hmm. So and then yes, people cancel use- culture happened. They wanted to cancel certain things out of your family, but now the, that's why it started trending because it's affecting entire cultures, mm-hmm. like entire, you know, group, large groups of people, not just little family units. And it's like, and two, now the difference is because it's like not just cancel it for my family, but I want everybody I know to cancel it. You know, and the Christian community has jumped on this. You know, we talked about how uh, some of the younger people now are being canceled by the culture that they created. You know, some of the latest articles that you can read is like at Teen Vogue, some of those things that were happening with some of those editors and stuff at Teen Vogue. But one of the things that happened with us, you know, like I remember when we started boycotting Disney, Christian communities, AFA, you know, like all these boycotts. Let's try to let's try to cancel them out and and us not go there but it's one thing for you to say i don't want to go there and i don't want to participate that but it's another thing to say i no longer want that place to exist i no longer want that person to have the right to say what they say or to try to completely take that away right Mr. Potato Head. So while okay. so here's Let's where we got Mr. off Potato track. Head because but you here's, keep saying they, they have not canceled Mr. Potato Head. I know. Mr. Potato Head is safe. He just no but, longer But here's where we got off track has, though. And he just no longer has the mystery. I know, but here's where we got off track with way back because while we were had the first Atari, I had a Mr. Potato Head. But like he had been around a really, really long time. Mr. Potato Head was born in nineteen fifty two. I looked up I that. was thirty six. No, that's that's Disney. That Disney. was the Disney. Okay. That was the first um first colored movie. But anyway, Dis- Mr. Potato Head was born in nineteen fifty two. Mrs. Potato Head joined him in nineteen fifty three. All right. So they've been on, they've been around a while. By and Hasbro. So, Hasbro is the manufacturer, manufacturer of Mr. Potato Head. And Mr. Potato Head is not being canceled. He is just being his name. Rebranded. Rebranded. As a non gender specific title. <laughs> I mean he he's just a potato now. He is not a Mr. or Mrs. Potato. But when we look at stuff like that, that's what's led to the conversations happening everywhere we go. And if if Christian and I are having it with people in our sphere of influence, you are having it there as well, no matter what your age is or no matter what you're pushing or what you feel. And so what we want you to know is that cancel culture is not something new. The terminology, the phrase, the culture where people's trying to wipe out all kind of businesses and things like that, that may be new. But the idea of people disagreeing with and not participating with, it's been around a long time. So I know you're thinking, why did you pick this topic on Good Friday? Well, why, why did we pick this topic on Good because Friday? Because one, pro- one of the most popular cases of trying to cancel something out was Christianity. Okay. 
And it is Good Friday. It is Good Friday. And so when Jesus came. This is the epitome of canceling. Yeah, when Jesus came and he began to say things that was contrary to against the Jewish teachings and his gospel was different than anything else, I mean, it began to like infuriate them. You know, Nicodemus in John 3 was a teacher of the children of Israel, of the Jewish faith, and he came and he said, I just can't comprehend this thing that you're teaching. What must a man do in your concept to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, you must be born again. And he's like, what do you mean be born again? You know, do I have to go back and be born a second time? And of course, it just, everything about the teaching was different than what they were accustomed to. And what Jesus was doing was he was not coming to do away with the law, but he was actually coming to fulfill it. And a lot of people was like, we've got to stop this. You know, if you read through the book. Doing it like I want to. You're not doing it like I want to. We didn't. We planned it on a human level, Mm -hmm. on our human human brains, and 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 they couldn't comprehend it. So because it was outside of their, you know, ability to comprehend, they didn't want it there, and they wanted to get rid of him. And because you, when you read through the book of Acts, it's like man, when the disciples and stuff would show up, the there was phrases like this: "Man, these people are turning the world upside down, and they're coming here too." You know, and so this feeling that the world's being turned upside down and everything's crazy is not a new feeling. No, it is not. It has been around for a very, very long time. And another thing that I want to point out, and and I I had children point this out to me um, last week at church, is that it it happens so quickly. Because if you look at the, the point of Palm Sunday, which was last Sunday, And then you look at the point of Easter, which was this Sunday. Obviously, they're a week apart. A lot of stuff happened because they were, you know, like it was a celebration of his entering on Palm Sunday. And by the end of the week, you know, it's the opposite. So how quickly they canceled him out, how quickly it turned is. And people today are like, you know, oh, this wasn't a big deal last week. Well, Again, wasn't a big deal then in Jerusalem um, on Palm Sunday. And then suddenly it was, you know, on on Easter, um, on Good Friday, if you are um, familiar with the Bible. And it's so it's so profound to go from the story of Jesus and him everything that happened in his life and them really trying to cancel out Christianity because they had to concoct these stories. You remember when they buried him and, and then he wasn't there. They came up with this story. It says, say that his disciples came and stole his body because we don't want this to continue to happen because Jesus said that he would rise again. But the reason that it is so relevant for me today on this Good Friday, and this is why we move this topic up ahead, and you you will hear more about this because today we're just kind of uh, skimming the surface with it, and we would like to do a deeper dive on this subject in more specific areas in the future. But because we live in a second chance world. True. You know, Chris and I were talking about this second chance concept. I mean, like, if you make a bad grade, Christy, what do you want? A do-over. A do-over. If you get a ticket, Brad, what do you want? I, I want, who do I know? <laughs> a do-over. Hey, who can help me? Officer, is there anything in your authority to please help give me another chance? That's you know? right. Um, yeah, whether it's making a bad grade, you want to do it, messing up a project, building something wrong, um, uh, say, saying something wrong. I mean, how many times have you out there ever had to just stop and look at somebody and say, 
man, I'm sorry. I, I, I know that came across wrong. That's not how I meant it. Can I have another opportunity at that? Right. Let me let me reintroduce that or let me try again. Or yeah, definitely. Re, redoing is important. And we do get a lot of second chances. And it's so important today because we live in a second chance, we have a second chance world, a second chance society. Yet the society that is begging for second chances offers no grace to the people who need second chances. For instance, that's the thing that had the younger people, the Generation Zs in my world, all a flutter about the show The Bachelor. Because, you know, that's when the conversation went, Christy, from our peers and people our age with cancel culture to a younger demographic. And, um, you know, it's because this girl on that show said, you know what? Yes, there were some things I wish I could have done differently in my life. And, um, and she did. Uh, and she did own up to him and apologize. From what I understand, I'm I'm not a fan of The Bachelor and did not follow through on all of the details of this. But from what I understand, and our secondhand information, secondhand, and and I I looked it up and got you know some stuff on it. But I, I did not watch it as it unfolded, unfolded on television and stuff. I did not. But she owned up to it and said, "This was my past. I am." asking for a second chance i'm asking to do better from what i understand i own up to it but it's not who i am now who i was you know three two three years ago is not who i am now and so um do was she given grace and from what we understand you might correct us on this she was not she was canceled Mm -hmm. correct and so in that concept you know, it's like so I've heard of so many people say, man, I, I, you know, try to make things right. that They said they shouldn't have said wore something they shouldn't have wore, done something they shouldn't have done because we are human, which equals at some point you will say to someone, as my wife likes to say, hey, watch this. And the next thing is going to be not the most intelligent decision of your life. And at some point you may want a do over on that. But to have someone look at you and say, no, you don't deserve a do over. And I'm just going to cancel you out. I'm going to block you out of my life is challenging. Now, before we pile on this culture right here, it breaks my heart that blocking people out of your life has been around for quite some time. Well, yeah, from the Bible times. We were Bible times to families, you know, kids make a life decision that a parent doesn't agree with and they get cut out of wheels. They get cut out of family uh, holidays, family businesses, because they chose a, a spouse or someone or a lifestyle, whether it has to do with um, whatever the subject may be. The parents are just like, well, till you do what I want you to do, you're not welcome here. And where's the grace? Right. Where is the grace? Because we would be so, well, lost without grace. And so on that Good Friday, that all happened so that we might experience grace, so that we might experience a second chance. And grace is literally getting something that you do not deserve, you know. And I'm so thankful to everyone who has given me grace I remember after I, you know, I had given my heart to the Lord when I was 16 years old and lived for him pretty passionately. Um, And then, man, in my college years and then going off and working and stuff, man, I just I just did not walk with the Lord. And I remember there was a time in my life where I just felt like all the people that I had done things that did not honor God with or in 
like I was on a mission to uh, ask them to forgive me, you know, because I just felt passionate about that because when I came back to the Lord, I just realized it's not who I am, you know, and I was sad that I had lived in a way that I wasn't able to do that. And so, you know, it's giving, it's asking for grace, it's giving grace. And so in that concept, in a cancel culture, will you try to give grace? And if you disagree with something, don't cancel it. Don't don't let your automatic response be to cancel it. And don't take everybody with you that likes it. They can think for themselves. If they think differently than you and you're passionately disagree with them in their thinking, it doesn't mean that they don't have a right to think for themselves. That is the problem with remember. It goes back a, to last week's episode. Teaching a child to think, then you've got to deal with them thinking for themselves. If you teach a child to think, you've got to deal with their thoughts. And um, you can't just cancel them. You can't just ignore them. But the same thing with adults. You know, if you become friends with somebody, you have to respect them or or their beliefs enough to, you know, listen to them. They may not believe the exact same thing you do, but you still have to, to believe in that person, not necessarily their beliefs. You have to, you know, mm-hmm. you have to bond with that person or remain friends with that person or whatever doesn't mean you have to follow them and everything they do but in order to give grace to them in order for them to give grace to you you have to give grace to them in order for um, respect to be given to you you have to respect them enough to stick with them and and listen to their end of the conversation too i grew up in the golden rule era where they taught you the golden rule which was due to somebody else what you want them to do to, to you. do to you you know, and so do you want to be cut out? Do you want to be shut off just because you think differently? And and so, you know, guys, we've been here and we've been talking about this. And I know there's so much passion around this topic, so much emotion. You know, there's emotion like, wow, I can't believe this. There's emotion like, yeah, it's about time they got rid of that, you know. And uh, and so whether we, we go through this and we're thinking about it, we would never want to spend time with you and not give you some takeaways. So, Christy, what are a couple of things that are life steps that we can walk through and, uh, man, just just make a difference? You know, she touched on one already, but right. what, what's a couple well, more? Well, the main one is, you know, to be given grace, you have to give grace. Absolutely. To be given respect, you have to give respect. And um, I think that is that goes from anything, friend to friend, um, parent to child, child to parent. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, we demand respect from our children, but do we give them respect back? Mm-hmm. You know, they're a kid. They don't deserve respect or whatever. They do because, again, we've taught them to think for themselves. So um, if you want to have grace given to you and we all need it whether Mm -hmm. like we just said you know whether it's the cop and we want to get out of a ticket or you know whether we just want to do over in the things that we say because we miss we misspoke or whatever we want do-overs we want to give me another chance you know and so um i think we have to allow that other people to do that Mm -hmm. another good takeaway too is not only do we to give grace but take a step back you know, when you when you open up tomorrow headlines on your platform that you check your latest events on in the world and the next thing is canceled because there will be something tomorrow that will yes. be canceled out. Definitely. Who knows what it'll be? Um, 
take a step back. Do not vent and spew hatred, frustration, or animosity on your timeline, whatever your favorite timeline is. Take a step back. You know, think about it. Meditate on it. Try to see it from the other person's perspective. You know, we were talking about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You know, that book there was interesting. And that's a good example of, you know, uh, Chris, tell us a little bit about that as we wrap up. You know, just how that guy made a change. and Yes, apparently when Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was written, it was... Um, maybe some offensive language and, and it came out that some groups when he, when he described what would become the Oompa Loompas, Oompa Loompas were not originally Oompa Loompas. Who knew? I did not. But, um, he, he, he named them differently and he called them other things and he realized, well, he was forced to realize that there was a problem. So before the release of the book and the movie, they, they changed it. They changed to Oompa Loompas, which came from Oompa Land or something like that. But so many people had gotten mad about the fact that he had done the wrong thing in the beginning. They didn't give the book a chance. The book and the the movie came out with with bad reviews and they said he was, you know, he was being mean to certain cultures or whatever. He had originally been and he realized his mistake and he came back and he changed it. But so many people had already canceled him that they didn't even Mm -hmm. know that. And, of course, the book went on, the movie went on, Gene Wilder made the original one, and then um, Johnny Depp made the, they they remade it. It's still for another whole, you know, other generations. So, obviously, it was popular, but had certain people had their way way back in the beginning, it never would have come mm-hmm. out because he made the mistake. And And same thing, turning back to The Bachelor, you know, she made her mistake. You have to let her go on with her life. Mm-hmm. You can't cancel her from everything because she made a mistake two, three, whatever years ago. She realized a mistake. She wants to grow from it. And, you know, people say, well, she should do this or, well, she should do that. That's fine. It's a conversation you have to have. But if you cancel her, you can't have that conversation. You can't say, you know, try to grow in this way or whatever because she's canceled Mm -hmm. or you're canceled or they're canceled or whatever. So anyway. So give grace, take a step back. And allow people to have another shot at it, which is giving grace. Take a step back. You know, don't don't vent. Don't put all that out there where you're just trying to take a whole group of people with you. Let people think for themselves. Let them make their own way. And, and uh, you know, it's funny when we was researching this topic uh, when cancel culture really started, it said one of the things that really propelled cancel culture forward was influencers, which was last week's uh, topic that we discussed. And so, uh, man, as you take a step back, here's a guardrail to keep you on the road and not run in the ditch. Find someone that you trust who is a safe place that you can spew to, that you can vent to. If they cancel something out that you're passionate about, then go to that person and say, you're not going to believe this, you know, and let them have it. You guys do all that. But when you go public, lead your life in a way that you are able to be the difference wherever you live and that you just don't automatically shut people out for whatever reason it is that they're thinking about. So, guys, we're just so thankful today that you would 
bless us by spending time to let Christy and I talk about some things that um, we talk about. We've gone far too long, in my opinion. Of course, Christy and I can talk a long time because we talk about this stuff all the time anyway in our life. And so it's just kind of an overflow. So, Christy, any last words to our audience you want to give a shout out to? Happy Easter. Have a great and wonderful Easter. All right. I'm so excited about Easter. That's it. Tell. I love Easter. It's a great holiday. And so, uh, man, Christy, tell us how people can connect with us again. Definitely. We want you to follow Brad on Facebook. It is Brad Webb. You can just look him up there. And if you follow us on Instagram, it is Real Talk Pastor B and Christy Webb. And we are, um, just subscribe, follow us, like us, rate us. What else do they need to do, Bree? Is there another verb that I need to, to say there? But, um, and y'all just, if you know us personally, let us know what you think. Tell yeah. us what you think. If you listen to it, text us, you know, call us up, see us in the grocery store, say, hey, I listened to you and I don't agree with you now. Don't cancel us. Don't ignore us when you see us in the grocery store because we've offended you. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know and let us hear from you. And the giveaway, make sure you do go on to Instagram and um, find out what's going on with the giveaway. Absolutely. And so we will have this giveaway and then next week we'll have another one. And so we're building up. We will. We're building up to a great giveaway. It's coming up. We'll let you know about it next week, but you're going to want to be part of it for sure. I want to be part of it. I'm working on how I can win that gift. <laughs> I don't think I know what you the can gift is. win it. So maybe it's just a good gift for somebody to give me. Because I All can't right. win it, but I want to win this gift. So, hey, guys, look, man, as you are out there in the midst of influencers and this cancel culture that we live in and people are trying to influence you and help you make decisions for you, remember that as you are fighting the good fight of faith, please stay humble and hustle hard. And we will visit with you next week on Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Can I get my on? my own like tagline please thanks she just did that that just happened a tagline you gotta come up with it all right have a great week